encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today, but thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you today? Thanks for hanging out with me. You ready to talk to me? It's Theological Thursday. Come on, let's go. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. That's me, your bridge-building voice right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Hey, well, listen, it is Theological Thursday here in the Real Talk studio, the way we normally roll. We've got Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, that's today, and then tomorrow is Open Phone and Friday, so anything you want to talk to me about tomorrow is fair game. But on today, we're going to talk about the theology of prayer, the theology of prayer. Uh, what is prayer? How valuable is it to you? Uh, does God answer prayer? And, uh, and if so, how and when and all that good stuff? And why even pray if God is sovereign? These are the kind of questions that we want to ask today. I want to help you with your thought process about prayer. Maybe you have some questions about it. Maybe you do it regularly. Maybe you wonder if your uh, prayers even go above uh, the ceiling and you want to know how to make it kind of get through to the other side. Let's talk about that today. If you want to call me, ask me questions about it, or have a conversation about it, you can give me a call at 888-432-7434. If you're watching me online, you can see that number on the screen right there as well. And I welcome all my Facebook Live and my YouTube uh, viewers. And, of course, I've got to welcome WAVA 105.1 FM right here in the nation's capital, covering all of the DMV, parts of West Virginia and Pennsylvania as well. Hey, let's pause for a word of prayer. Got that? Did you see what I did there? The theology of prayer. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we do thank you that uh, you promise us where two or three are gathered in your name, you are in the midst. And so help us understand what prayer is about and how to do it. In Jesus's name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, how are we supposed to pray? You know, Jesus gave us a model prayer. Uh, Sometimes we call it the Lord's Prayer, uh, but it's the prayer that the Lord taught his disciples when they said, Lord, teach us to pray. Have you ever asked God, Lord, teach me to pray? Well, he gives the model prayer, but I wonder if God would want us also to pray in a very specific way uh, with him that may be different than the person sitting in the cubicle next to you or in the car with you right now. In other words, prayer is personal. So even though we have the model prayer, that gives us a sort of a, a guideline, an outline, if you will, of prayer. And I'll walk through that a little bit with you uh, during this this hour, but Think about prayer as talking to God and God talking to you. So that means if you have three kids, four kids, five kids, two kids, you talk to them individually and and as a group. And so if you hear your child's voice, if you're a parent, you know that their voices are distinct and different. 
you're not expecting child one to talk to you in the same voice as child two. And you distinctly know child three different than child one. And while you love them all, your relationship is different with each of them because of the personal relationship you have, because of the experiences you've had, and because of the way your personalities connect. You might have a child that is much more stubborn and one that's much more quiet, another one that's much more explosive but doesn't hold much emotion all af- of, of grudges at all after they explode. And so think about as a parent relating to a child how each child is different and how that child communicates back to the parent is a different communication style than the others. Well, now Im- imagine billions of people throughout the generations talking to one God. And this one God is not just talking to the whole world through a megaphone, but he's having a personalized conversation with each of you. So your prayer should not be like the person on the front row of your church or on the person sitting behind you to the right or like your prayer, uh, the prayers of your pastor in the pulpit, right? It shouldn't be like the person at the altar. Uh, Your prayer is going to be different. God hears your voice differently. He responds to your personality differently. And if you respond to your children differently based on who they are, how much more does your God respond to you and hear you based on who you are? In other words, one child, when they ask you something for something, you know that they wouldn't have asked you if they really didn't need it. So immediately your parental instinct is, I'll grant it. But maybe you have another child who is always asking for stuff, stuff they don't need. They just whatever they can get, they're going to ask for, uh, you know, they're in the store. Can I have that? They're at the restaurant. Can I eat that? They're, they, they don't put a lot of thought into their asks. And so after a while, you as a parent instinctively know uh, that that child's not serious. That child hasn't been thoughtful. And so you're not just going to respond to every whim in the same way. And so it's because you know the child to know when they're sincere about a request, when they actually need something, and then when they actually just think they need something and they really don't. So imagine God. He knows you. He knew you before you were created in your mother's womb. He knows every hair on your head. And this God, when you talk to him, he knows when you're really talking to him. And he knows when you're just mouthing words. He knows when you're sincere about your repentance and he knows when you're just saying, Hey, I'm sorry, but I plan to do it again in an hour. (laughs) This is the kind of God who knows us very well. And prayer is about talking to God and also having God talk back to you. When you pray, do you spend time listening to God where you ask him what you need? You talk to him, you praise him. And then you sit for three minutes and say, now, God, what do you want to say to me? Can you imagine having a conversation with someone and all you did was talk, 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 and you never listened? That's not prayer, right? That's just you talking and the other person listening, and then you never give that other person a chance to respond. You get up and walk away and say, boy, that was a great prayer time. And the person, you you know, a great conversation with someone. And then you get up from coffee at the Starbucks and you go on about your way. You never heard anything from them about how they're doing, what they're thinking, how they're even responding to what you're saying. So you may think it was great, and they may think, wow, well, that person talked a lot, but they weren't interested in me. Well, what about you and God? Are you interested in knowing what God is saying to you? 
or do you just want to talk, 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 and then pick up your coffee and walk out of the coffee shop and feel good about your quiet time? Hey, listen, if you want to talk to me about this, if you want to learn more about prayer, if you want me to even pray for you or with you, if you have a question from the scriptures on the topic, let's discuss it. My phone number is 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. Just remember that word bridge and that'll get you to me. You can also download the Gracism app. And when you do that, there's a little phone icon at the bottom. Push that and it will call me directly right here in the studio. Now, listen, I've got to run to my commercial break. But as soon as I get back, I'm going to go to the phone line. So make sure you get in where you fit in so you can be up on my screen so we can talk about this very important and intimate topic called prayer. would love for you to join his Facebook page and subscribe to his YouTube channel. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook and click like for Anderson Speaks on YouTube and subscribe. They're a great way for you to connect with and follow Dr. Anderson. Plus, you can watch Dr. Anderson's radio program live or search past episodes. You can also connect with Dr. Anderson and his sponsors at Andersonspeaks.com. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, YouTube, and Andersonspeaks.com. Check him out today. Have you ever driven through your neighborhood and saw that neighbors had their grass that was way too long? They had all kinds of clovers in the grass, and you're wishing as you drive silently, I wish they would mow their lawn. Well, guess what? Why don't you get them a gift? (laughs) Call Laser Landscaping and let them Cut the lawn for your neighbors. Go to Laser with a Z Landscaping LLC on Facebook or give them a call if you want them to beautify your lawn. 240-516-4967 for those who live in the Prince George's County and surrounding areas. Their number once again, 240-516-4967. It's Laser Landscaping or just ask for the owner, Fidel, and make sure you tell Fidel that Dr. Anderson sent you. I'm Andrew Altman, founder of Best Buy Waterproofing. I hate to see people wait to replace the roof. I'm working on a roof right now where the wood underneath the shingles and the ceiling in the kitchen needs replacing because of roof leaks. Don't let this happen. Get a free estimate before the storms arrive. You deserve the best. Call Best Buy Waterproofing and Roofing. Best Buy Waterproofing before the Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. 
Join our text community and receive a free weekly textpiration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's me. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, and we're talking about prayer, the theology of prayer. Uh, by the way, do you know how to pray? Uh, what is prayer? And uh, does God answer your prayers? I'd uh, love to talk to you about it. My phone number is 888-432-7434. Let's kick it off in Winchester, Virginia, and talk to Jose, who's on the line. Hello, Jose. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you doing today? Dr. Anderson, I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm alive and grateful. Thanks a lot for hanging with me. What are you thinking? Uh, no, no problem. Well, like I'm, I've been having uh, for a few years. Actually, I've been, I have walked away from God. Mm-hmm. I used to be in it all the way, but I walk away, and um, it has affected on my life a lot. Mm. Um, recently, I'm going through a lot of. A lot of hard, hard situation. Mm. I'm in a pick of the divorce right now, but uh, um, I've been having a lot of issues with like praying. Honestly, I don't think I'm good at, play, at praying. I'm mm. having issues with that. Mm. And I've been, been asking friends like uh, the pastor to help me to to learn how to pray, how to approach God better. Yeah. And um. I'm working on that lady, and I think God is working miracles on my life. Even though, like, sometimes it feels, you know, like it's hard to walk with all the weight yes. that is going all over me right now with all my hard situations. That yes. I can't, I can't really explain to you right now. If I don't have the time to hear everything. Yes. But He's working on me slowly. He is. Well, you know what? I'm so grateful that you called. And one of the ways to learn how to pray is to be prayed for. Uh, especially when you're going through difficult times, ask people, say, will you pray for me? Uh, Whether it's your pastor, whether it's people at your church, whether it's family members. But uh, when you ask people to pray for you, it not only covers you in prayer, but it also is modeling and teaching you how to pray. And sometimes the best way to learn how to pray, too, is to pray for other people. But at the end of the day, when you're talking to God, it's like you're talking to me right now. And you just say, dear father or daddy or Lord. And after that, you just let the words go, uh, whatever you're feeling. There's no proper, appropriate way except just to uh, come to him in Jesus' name. And he hears you. And when you need grace and when you need mercy, the Bible teaches in Hebrews that you can come boldly to the throne of grace to receive grace and mercy in your time of need. In other words, when you need God, you can go to him boldly. You don't have to go sheepishly. You don't have to go very shy. You can go boldly. That means confidently that he's not going to push you away. He's not going to shame you. He's saying, you need grace and mercy now, don't you? And you say, yes, daddy, I need your mercy more than ever before. He said, then I'm going to give it to you. You need grace now because you're going through this divorce. Well, you know what? I'm going to give you that grace. What he is expecting you to do is simply come to him and he will give you the grace that you need and the mercy that you need for such a time as this. Do you believe that, Jose? Yes, I do believe it. Amen. That's that's the word 
that's what I've been having a hard time, like approaching God. I haven't know how to do it. And like you say, uh, lately I've been asking to pastor to help me and uh, pray for pray for me. I've been calling them when I feel desperate, and they've been doing it. They've been doing it for me. They've been praying, and uh, it, it's been helping me a lot. Like um, I can say how much it has been helping me. I'm so glad to hear it. I want you to hear this verse, okay? I'm gonna read it to you, and then I'm gonna pray for you if that's okay. All right. It's, it says this. It's uh, Hebrews 4.16. It says, Let us then approach the throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Isn't that beautiful? Yes, it is. Yes. And so, you know, you don't have to have any fancy words. You just say, dear God, dear father, dear daddy, however you address him, and then let the words and let the emotions go. Tell him how you feel. I feel lonely. I feel afraid. I feel like a failure. I don't want to go through this divorce. I don't know what I did to to make this happen. I, I can't control another person. God, this is how I feel. Tell him what you feel. And then ask for mercy and grace. God, give me grace. Give me mercy. Help me, Lord. You told me, and then you, you then you pray God's word back to him. Lord, you said that I could come to you confidently when I'm in need for help. So I'm taking you at your word, so I'm coming for help. And then, then you want to affirm your prayer. Lord, I, I believe that you're going to do what you said you're going to do in your word. So I believe that you're going to heal this. I believe that you're going to give me grace. I believe that you're going to give me mercy. I believe that I'm forgiven. So you tell him your feelings, then you pray his word, then you affirm, okay, what that word says. Okay. And and uh Okay. And that's gonna make you feel so much better. God's gonna hear you, and you're gonna get up from prayer feeling better than when you went to prayer. Okay? Okay. I'm gonna pray for you now. Is that okay, Jose? Yes, yeah, yes, that's okay. Let's pray right now. Lord Jesus, I lift up Jose. I thank you that he felt open enough, courageous enough to call the show, to talk about his prayer life and even his divorce and the things he's going through. Lord, we pray for grace and mercy in his life. We pray, God, that you would turn the situation around with his spouse. We pray, God, that you would do a miracle in his heart, in her heart. And we know, Lord, that you said in your word that we can do all things through Christ who gives us strength. So comfort my brother. Give him faith. Give him hope. Give him joy. And, Lord, help him not to give up. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you so much for your prayer. Amen, Brother Jose. We'll be praying for you. God bless you, my friend, okay? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're so very welcome. That's Jose in Winchester, Virginia. Well, you got time with me, so if I were you, I'd pick up the phone and give me a call if you want to talk about prayer uh, before the show ends. We've got till about uh, 52 after the hour with a couple bricks in between, so I'm open to my lines to talk about the theology of prayer. God hears our prayers. It says where two or three are gathered in his name, talking about Jesus' name. So we're not coming together in the name of Buddha or Muhammad or Confucius. We're not even talking bad about them. We're not going in the name of your mama, your pastor, your denomination, nothing bad about them either. We're going in the name of the only one who has access to God the Father. He's the only pin code that works in heaven. There's no other 
name uh, on the earth through which man can be saved, but there's no other name that God the Father has given access to his throne than Jesus Christ. The pen code is J-E-S-U-S. If you want to call me, 888-432-7434. Let's go to Lusby, Maryland, and talk to our brother Daniel on the line. Hello, Daniel. Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? Hello, sir. I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Thanks How for calling. You? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. How can I serve you today, my brother? All right. Well, I called you yesterday. Mm. Um, and the reason I'm calling today is because I don't know if uh, Jose, uh, the first caller, still listening to. Okay. But I am going to. It's a message for him mm-hmm. from a guy that went through a divorce. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, you know, be strong and fight for your marriage with all you have because it is worth it. Um, I, 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 I am divorced, and if I could take back the time, I would fight more than what I did, mm-hmm. and I would keep my wife and my family. Mm. It, it, it is worth it. Fight for. I don't know what the situation is, but pray about it. If you have no reason, because sometimes you feel like you have no reason to fight for, if you have kids, fight for your kids. If you don't have kids, fight for your life and and your wife. Well, I sure hope. It's worth it, you know? Yeah, uh, you know what? Thank you for responding to him. And I know that he's probably still listening, and I hope that he feels your encouragement. Okay, Daniel? Thank you for the time. God bless you, my brother, from Lusby, Maryland. How about Silver Spring, Maryland? Let's go there and talk to Bob. Hello, Bob. It's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? Yeah, uh, I'm fine, Dr. Anderson. Thanks for calling. Uh, prayer, prayer is the avenue of talking to God. Mm-hmm. And uh, when Jesus taught the disciples how to pray, mm-hmm. the Lord's Prayer. At that time, the Holy Spirit has not come upon us yet. Mm-hmm. And when the Holy Spirit came upon us, uh, one of his jobs, um, some of his jobs are teaching mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and comforting. Yes. So now, if you don't even know how to pray, yes. the Holy Spirit will intercede, will intercede for you with groanings that cannot be uttered. Yes, yes. And also, and, and also, um, you have to pray according to the will of God. Right. The will. Right. And also, the word. Ten, ten more seconds there, Bob. Give me your final statement. Thank you so much. Um, that's all I have. Well, you know, that was really good. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, my friend. Pray according to the will of God and the word of God. We don't always know uh, the will of God, but we can, we know the word of God and we ask God when we pray, if this is your will, uh, you know, I may not make it to tomorrow, but if the Lord wills, I'll make it to tomorrow. And so, uh, James says, sometimes you just got to say, uh, if it's God's will, not to even presume that you're going to be here uh, the next day. And yes, the Holy Spirit, according to Romans 8, will uh, speak on your behalf. 
I like what one bishop said uh, at my church not long ago. He says, we pray, and, God, and then the Holy Spirit edits it. <laughs> and then delivers it to Jesus, who then delivers it to God. In other words, every prayer is perfect because God uh, hears it coming through Jesus after being edited by the Holy Spirit. I love that. Hey, well, listen, shortly I'm coming right back to you on the other side of uh, the half-hour break. And when I do, I'm going to go right back to the phone lines. Therefore, if I were you, I would get in where you fit in, especially while I have open lines. My number is 888 888- 432-7434. And if the Lord is leading you to talk to me, to ask me a question, to connect with me, uh, wherever you are, whether you're on Facebook or whether you're on YouTube or whether you're calling 888-432-7434, do so now because maybe, just maybe, God has us connecting for a reason. I'll be right back. For more than 20 years, investigative filmmaker Tim Mahoney has traveled across the globe in search of patterns of evidence to support some of the Old Testament's most miraculous events. Now with the Red Sea Miracle Part 2, journey to Egypt and beyond as Tim interviews some of the world's foremost experts to discover the truth. Is there evidence of how and where the host of Israelites could have traveled as recorded in the Bible? Is there evidence of the Egyptian army's demise in the Red Sea? If you've seen the first part of this investigation of the Red Sea miracle, you won't want to miss the continuation. The results of his pursuits are faith-affirming and fascinating. You must see Patterns of Evidence, the Red Sea Miracle, Part 2. To see this powerful documentary and others in the series, go to SalemNow.com and use the promo code WAVA for 20% off. That's SalemNow.com. Use promo code WAVA for 20% off. Some of your favorite pastors and authors like Charles Stanley, John Piper, and Max Lucado are bringing you their most popular devotionals for free. Discover the joy and peace you can experience every day when you spend time in God's Word daily. Sign up for daily devotionals from Crosswalk.com and get inspiration and encouragement sent right to your inbox. With devotionals for parenting, singles, women, workplace, and more, Crosswalk.com offers spiritual growth for every stage of life. Visit Crosswalk.com. Most of our children and grandchildren are finishing this school year online. You can make plans now for a Christian school education for your child or grandchild this fall. And WAVA makes it affordable with our half-priced Christian school tuition opportunity. Simply go to WAVA.com, use the keyword school, or click on the school bus to see the schools offering half-priced tuition this fall. We have schools participating in Bowie, Olney, Laurel, Frederick, Dale City, Fairfax, and Falls Church. Go to WAVA.com, keyword school. Drowning in IRS debt? If you can't afford to pay your IRS debt due to economic hardship, you can now be free of IRS collection efforts by taking advantage of a special IRS tax hardship program. This program allows Americans who owe the IRS to resolve their delinquent tax debt once and for all. In some cases, maybe even reducing what you owe significantly. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Simply dial 800-308-7862. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back or have years of unfiled tax returns, help is standing by. Just call the Community Tax Helpline today. 
today at 800-308-7862 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your social security check. Call 800-308-7862 to see if you qualify. That's 800-308-7862. The following program has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. And a special happy birthday to my daughter, Asia, who turns 20 today. So she is no longer a teenager. Your mom and I love you. So thank you so much for being an excellent, excellent daughter. Well, hello, everybody. How in the world are you? If you're just joining us in the second half of the show, we're talking on this Theological Thursday about prayer. That's right. The theology of prayer. Uh, Do you know how to pray? Do you know what to pray for? Uh, and uh, by the way, if uh, God knows everything, then why do you need to pray anyway? Somebody asked. Well, that answer is quick is is pretty quick here, isn't it? If uh, if I never talk to my wife because I know she already loves me, I never really need to say it anymore, uh, and I never really need to listen to her. Uh, but prayer is not just about uh, you know me talking; it's also about me listening. And so we're self-centered if all we do is pray and talk to God, but we don't hear God talking back to us. So part of prayer is listening and hearing God. Uh, but another part of prayer is expressing your adoration and your, and your praise to God, using your mouth to bless God. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. And so prayer is not simply about supplication, but it's also about adoration. In fact, some of you even know the acronym ACTS, A-C-T-S. Uh, that's the four areas of prayer. A is adoration. C is confession. T is thanksgiving. And S is supplication, meaning asking God to supply, supplication, supply Uh, your every need. Confession is about telling God that you're sorry for what you've been doing wrong and asking him for forgiveness. So if you say, hey, God already knows that I'm sorry, so I don't need to tell him, try that in a relationship and see how that works. So, you know, we have to tell God if, you know, and, and he promises if you confess your sins, he's faithful and just to forgive you of your sins, cleanse you from your unrighteousness. So God, I apologize. I acknowledge I repent from what I said wrong, what I did wrong, the attitude that I had, what I didn't do when I knew I should have done. See? So hopefully that's helpful as well. My phone number, 888-43-BRIDGE. Grace is on the line. She's calling from Baltimore, Maryland. Hello, Grace. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you today? Hello, Dr. Anderson. I'm good. Thank you. Um, I just wanted to say happy birthday to Asia. Yes. I heard you just mention that. Yeah. Uh, yes, uh, a wonderful topic, prayer, um, seeking God's heart. And um, so when I heard my ears, of course, were all popped up waiting to hear, and I heard you use an illustration regarding children and how mm-hmm. they act and yes. as a parent and the response mm-hmm. based on the ask and 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 that really connected with me mm. and um something else that that that's in my thoughts as you shared um about praying god's word yes and and i i 
I, I truly believe that I, I've been taught this, and, and I try to always incorporate God's Word in my prayer, mm-hmm. because God's Word saying in Isaiah 55, yes. for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, right. declares the Lord. And then in the latter verse, he he says in verse 11, so is my word that goes out of my mouth. It yes. will not return to me empty, That's but will right. accomplish what I desire and right. achieve the purpose for which I sent it. So mm-hmm. I, I think God's word is saying you can't go wrong if you're praying back God's word to him. That's right. So that as he hear, he, he's hearing his word and is saying, if you don't take the time to present my word to me, then I need right. to listen to my word, right? Yeah, and it's also declaring it because when you do pray that word back, you can also declare and stand on it. And so it strengthens your faith when you know that you're not standing on sinking sand, but you're standing yeah. on the foundational word of God. Grace, thank you so much for calling today, okay? Sure, Doctor. Blessings okay. to you. Let's go to Terry, who's on the road in Maryland, tr- driving a truck. Hello, Terry. How are you today? Terry, are you there? Going once, going twice. I'm so sorry I missed you, Terry. You can always call me again. I'm going to run to my break, and when I get back, Gigi and Brandywine, Taylor and Winchester, I am coming to you. Uh, Let's go ahead and uh, listen to my advertisers. Do all you can to support uh, those that you hear. And uh, remember, uh, Best Buy Waterproofing, they're going to make sure to keep you dry at the top and on the bottom of your house. So give them a call, 844-980-3707. Have you ever driven through your neighborhood and saw that neighbors had their grass that was way too long? They had all kinds of clovers in the grass, and you're wishing as you drive silently, I wish they would mow their lawn. Well, guess what? Why don't you get them a gift? (laughs) Call Laser Landscaping and let them cut the lawn for your neighbors. Go to Laser with a Z Landscaping LLC on Facebook or give them a call if you want them to beautify your lawn. 240-516-4967 for those who live in the Prince George's County and surrounding areas. Their number once again, 240-516-4967. It's Laser Landscaping or just ask for the owner, Fidel. And make sure you tell Fidel that Dr. Anderson said. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Digluhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Digluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? 
Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply, or call 1-800-933-6188. Does your church have legal challenges? McCullum & Associates has experience with pastor-church relations, administration and organizational issues, church liability and risk management, and real estate matters. This firm understands the legal aspects of the problems, as well as the spiritual implications of those same problems inside and outside the court. Call McCullum & Associates today at 301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070. 6070. Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 7 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson Weekend Edition. Saturday, 7 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you today? It's Theological Thursday. We're talking about prayer. If you have a question about prayer, uh, please give me a call. We still have some time together. 888-432-7434. And Terry, who's on the road on the truck dri- as a truck driver, sorry we missed you. Call me back. I've got a line open for you, okay? Now let's go to Taylor, who's in Winchester, Virginia. Hey, Taylor, it's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging out with me. What are you thinking? You're welcome. Mm-hmm. So, um, first of all, I was uh, actually just come across your station today for the very first time. Oh, welcome. First time listener, first time caller. Love it. Um, but being from Winchester, uh, I heard Jose's story, and uh, I'm currently going through uh, a bit of the same situation as him. I wanted to call and just uh, to encourage him mm. uh, to just keep praying, keep his faith up and just never give up, mm. and that if it would be possible through uh, your radio station that maybe we could get together and pray together uh, sometime in, in Winchester, that would be great. Wow, that's but awesome. My question, yeah, but, but my question uh, is, sometimes I feel like I'm kind of praying the same thing over and over and over, and I feel like a broken record, mm. uh, and I've read uh, about fervent prayers uh, in the in the Bible, yeah, and uh, prayers of a fervent man. And what is your um, opinions or advice on how to pray uh, more fervently? So, you know, I think fervent prayer is important, and the Scripture teaches us that we are supposed to be fervent. You know, First uh, Corinthians uh, chapter. Uh, 12 talks about being fervent. Uh, I mean, Romans chapter 12 talks about being fervent. Uh, that You know what that means? It's mean, uh, having a stick-to-itiveness and not giving up, but being persistent. And, you know, I think when it comes to prayer, uh, we have to know what to be persistent about, what we need to be consistent about, 
and then what we need to be resistant about. And, and what I mean by that is persistence means I'm continually knocking on the door, knocking on the door, knocking on the door until it gets opened. And that's persistent about a particular issue. Um, um, and that would be uh, the example of that would be Luke 18, the persistent widow, you know, the parable that Jesus talks about uh, in Luke 18, where this widow kept uh, asking the judge, kept going to God, going to God, going to God. And finally, the passage says, basically, he's so tired of listening to her, he gave her what she wanted. <laughs> And of course, it's it's a parable. So, you know, it's not literal, but the whole point of the parable, usually a a story is told and a punchline is given uh, to highlight a principle. And so the principle is about persistent prayer. Don't give up. So what things does God want me to be persistent about? That's what I have to discern, because sometimes what God is waiting for is for us to be persistent and not give up. Now, then there's then there's consistent prayer. That means that uh, I am consistently um, trusting God for the same thing. I'm not being persistent where I'm banging on the wall, banging on the door, banging on the door, banging on the door. I'm just consistent in saying that, God, I'm, I'm carrying on this prayer from, from last year to this year. I'm carrying on this prayer from last month to this month. It's not about persistence. It's about uh, consistency, saying the same thing over time. And then there's resistant prayer, and that is prayer against something. You know, I'm praying against this evil that's coming my way. I'm praying against this temptation that's coming my way. It's a sense of using prayer as a as a force to resist the evil one. Now, there are some prayers where you only need to pray them once. And, you know, God's got it. He declared it. I don't need to keep going back to him. All I need to do is reaffirm that I prayed it. All right. And so that's where yeah. that's where the discernment comes in. But the fervor, let me let me read this verse to you. I know you'll appreciate this before I let you go, Taylor. Okay. But I mentioned it to you in Romans eight. And it says that love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Honor one another above yourselves. And here it is. Never be lacking in zeal. But keep your spiritual fervor in serving the Lord. So that, and then, and then it finally says, "Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, and faithful in prayer." So basically, it's saying, "Be have fervor in your work, and have faithfulness in your prayers." And put those two things together, fervor and faithfulness, and you got a good one-two punch for the Lord. What do you think about that? That's that's great. That's wonderful. (laughs) Hey, well, thanks for hanging with me. I'm glad you found me, and I hope you'll tune in regularly. And and I also hope you'll come to my uh, 10-year anniversary party on February 29th, 2020. If you want to know more about it, make sure you go to the website, EmbraceGracism.com, okay? Blessings to you, Taylor. Hope to meet you from Winchester, Virginia. That's uh, February 29th, 2020 from 6 to 9. It's a Saturday evening. Uh, You're all welcome to come. It's absolutely free. And you can just go to my website, EmbraceGracism.com, and you can register there and come on out and hang with the doc. I want to hang with you. So, uh, you know, fervor 
means to continue with excitement to do what God's called you to do. What do you have fervor for? You know, if you say you're a Christian, but you have no fervor for the work of the Lord, what's going on? If you say you're a Christian, but you have no faithfulness in prayer, what's going on? If you say you're a Christian, but you have no fruitfulness in uh, the discipleship process and then advancing the kingdom of God and in the spirit of God inside of you, no spiritual fruit, you're not becoming more loving, more joyful, more, more at peace, more kind, more self-controlled. What's going on? So what God is desiring from us as we grow in him, it's not overnight, but as we grow in him, he's desiring faithfulness, fruitfulness, and fervor. That's the great work we're doing. And I sure hope that what gives you that fervor, that fruitfulness, and that faithfulness is praying to God. In other words, the connection between you and God through Jesus Christ when you abide in him and he abides in you, when the vine is connected to the branches and the juice is flowing, uh, you know, from the vine to the branches, that's where the power comes in. And then the Holy Spirit uh, activates the gifts of the spirit inside of you. And that's where that fervor comes from. When you're connected to Jesus and that connection is activated by the Holy Spirit and the gifts inside of you. And then as a result of that, you get excited because your gifts are being used. You're teaching, you're preaching, you're organizing, you're administrating, you're serving quietly behind the scenes. You're, 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 you're putting together tables and chairs and you are excited about it. Why? Because that's the way God gifted you with the gift of helps. But somebody else, they, 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 find it frustrating. They don't want to be moving tables and chairs. They want to be out on the stage in front of a microphone. But for you, that would drive you crazy. Why? Because that's not how you're gifted. So what God wants us to do, he wants us to serve in our gift area. Now, not only in our gift area, don't get me wrong. Everybody got to take the trash out at the house, whether it's your gift or not. You can't be like, well, mom, it ain't my gift. I ain't taking out trash. She says, vacuum the house. Nope, that ain't my gift. (laughs) No, we all have to do chores. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when the Holy Spirit empowers you to the degree that everyone is complimenting you on what you're producing for Christ. That's how you know it's a spiritual fruit. And that's how you know it's a spiritual gift. When you get the same compliment over and over and over again, and people are closer to Christ and the kingdom of God is being advanced because of that gift that you're using, that's how you know that this must be a gift area doesn't make me better than anyone else. I'm just really gifted at this. That's where you need to be focusing 80% of your time. And guess what? God will continue to fire up that gift and advance the kingdom of God for himself. Where do we learn this? It starts in prayer. I'll be right back. Song of the redeemed, rising from the African plain. I know that on those tablets Mr. Moses brought down is the commandment to not covet. But I'll confess, my neighbor and his lawnmower is making it tough. He's got this stand-behind, ride-along space shuttle that covers probably three times more space than my trusty old lawn boy. So, when we have who mows the fastest races, which are completely fabricated in my head, he has some impressive advantages that I just don't have. It's Ryan, and at our Faith and Family Mortgage Team, we're blessed to have a pretty special advantage of our own, and one that could be a big deal for you. 
our team is lucky to be an arm of a bigger company that is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls, an advantage that often allows us to get you a better rate, saving you monthly and lifelong money on a refinance or new home purchase. We are United Faith Mortgage. We pay your appraisal fees up to $500. UMC Mortgage Company, Melbourne, New York. NMLS number 1330. NMLSconsumeraccess.org. And refinance. Total refinancing charges may be higher over life of loan. Hi, I'm Dennis Prager. Last year, I co-starred in a movie with Adam Carolla that warned you, my fellow Americans, about the current attack on free speech and free thought. It began in the universities, and I warned you it would be coming to your neighborhood and your workplace. I had no idea how soon. We now have leaders in media, big tech, the law, business, and government who no longer believe in free speech or the principles of freedom and liberty our founders gave us. If you and your family want to understand what is happening in our world and know how you can fight back to protect the people you love, you must watch No Safe Spaces. I promise you a great movie. I use the word very carefully. Go to nosafespaces.com. Learn the truth so you can defend your family and our country. Go to nosafespaces.com. Use promo code WAVA for 20% off. That's nosafespaces.com. How do you keep a biblical perspective in a pandemic accompanied by a mental health crisis? As COVID-19 has spread, prescriptions for anti-anxiety medications have nearly doubled. Yet in a world consumed by worry, God has a purpose for anxiety. And that's the subject of a timely new book, The End of Anxiety, the biblical prescription for overcoming fear, worry, and panic. Written by pastor and biblical counselor Josh Weidman, it offers his personal prescription with practical steps and biblical answers for coping with stress and deepening trust and dependence on God. The End of Anxiety can help you find peace and joy in times of uncertainty, fear, and darkness. Our main goal as Christians is to glorify God in everything we do. And as the author opens his life and personal journey in this book, he shows how suffering, anxiety, and our mental battles can bring God the glory. The End of Anxiety, the biblical prescription for overcoming fear, worry, and panic. Available at Amazon and wherever books are sold. Learn more at endofanxiety.com. Fonseca, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I want to thank you for joining us on this thought-provoking radio show where Dr. Anderson creates a safe, uncommon table to build bridges where there's a divide. Because like he says, comprehension begins with conversation. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson is a nonprofit ministry and it is made possible with generous listeners like you. Will you consider partnering with us? It's really easy. Let me tell you how. Go to andersonspeaks.com and click on the donate button. Consider giving a monthly donation. If you're a business and want to sponsor Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, email me at info at andersonspeaks.com. Together we can build bridges and have great conversations on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Become a partner or a sponsor and go to andersonspeaks.com and donate. Join us again tomorrow at 3 p.m. and Saturday at 7 p.m. We want you to be part of this conversation. We can't do this without you. We look forward to your partnership and sponsorship. Andersonspeaks.com Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our debts 
as we also forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For thine is the kingdom, the power, the glory. That is the model prayer that Jesus gave us. It starts, first of all, where he says, Our Father who art in heaven. And I want you to see that the first half of the prayer deals with himself. And the second half of the prayer deals deals with myself. Let's hear it again. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. The first half of the prayer is about himself. The second half of the prayer is about myself. Give us this day. Forgive us our debts. Lead us not into temptation. Do you see it? So when you pray to God, start with him, end with you. Right? And then go back to him to tie it all together. Thine is the kingdom. Thine is the glory. Thine is the power. Did you see the model? Now, there's a lot in there that I don't have time to teach about, but every single line, there's something very, very specific. But just understand this, that when he gives us this prayer, is much more like a title sentence for a topic. You know how you give a title sentence and then you write on that topic? Each one of those lines is like a title sentence. All right? So, uh, our Father who art in heaven, that's, that's the title sentence. And now, let's talk about that. God in heaven, and what is that like? You see, uh, each one, uh, lead us not into temptation. Now the topic's temptation. Now let's pray about temptation. You see how that works? And so when he was writing this, he was writing a pattern of topic sentences. But overall, if you were to take the Lord's prayer or the model prayer of Jesus and break it into two, you have him praying about himself and then praying about myself and then wrapping it all together with him again. Because it all begins and ends with him. He is the first and the last. He is the alpha and the omega. He is the beginning and the end. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. I hope this has been helpful to you. You can always write me. Just remember, go to andersonspeaks.com and, and you can connect with me there. Let's pray together. Lord, we do thank you that you are God all by yourself. We thank you for how you interact with us and touch us and comfort our hearts. Lord, I thank you for my daughter's birthday. Be her comfort today and be with her as well. And uh, Lord, as we uh, break together, I pray that you'd never break from us, but you would be with every one of my listeners and viewers under the sound of my voice. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Help your children. Norm with AI.